0: Won't he do it? Won't he do it? Come on, come on! Listen, we—I uh, freaked out a little bit because I, <laughs> I left my notes in the annex. It's okay, I got them right here. I'm not going to wing it today. Don't worry, man. I just—I uh, just love this atmosphere that we have had at Community Church the past the past few weeks. Come on, man! Isn't it good? Isn't it good? Just hunger, you know. And let me tell you something, church family, when, when we come in this place and people are hungry for God and we're all on the same page, hey, I'm not here to show off. I'm not here to see who's here. I'm here to encounter Jesus. Man, when we all get on that same page, y'all, come on. So good. So good. And, uh, man, I'm just, mm, thank you, Jesus. Um, two things before I jump into my message. Spears family, we're so so glad to see you guys. Come on. Uh, if you remember a few years ago they served in youth ministry. y'all prayed for them real hard and because uh, youth ministry is fun, uh, but you know you know how it is. <laughs> so anyway, and also, come on, we got a little blessing. so Dustin, I want you to stand up and we will we will celebrate quietly because I think she's asleep. Uh, but we have a, uh, we got a Lewis baby here. And so yeah, come on, come on. Oh my goodness. There we go come on man man that's we're gonna call Eloise but we're gonna call her Ella Ella okay come on so she's gonna be a church baby Um, thank you Jesus for blessing this family Mm. I want to jump off into something this morning Um, I feel like when as Christians we have to make sure that our prayer life is, is healthy we have to make sure that we are praying a lot and I was I was up here uh, d- doing some cleaning the other night and there was a, uh, a light bulb that needed to be changed, Sean. And I thought, I'm a fully capable adult. I can change a light bulb. And so I tried to climb up on a ladder and I literally busted my head open just trying to change a light bulb. So y'all just pray for pastor, it, it, you know, only, but God have I survived, <laughs> I mean, this long. And so, but I was thinking, man, You realize things are broken when you start cleaning a lot because you're looking at things close. And see, here's the thing with prayer, y'all. When we don't pray, a lot of things will slip slip right by us. When we're not praying in our lives, when our prayer life is, is just nothing, come on. If the only time you're praying is when you're sitting in front of a big, beautiful bucket of fried chicken, come on you got to do better than that come on and so I but God spoke to me even while I was there mad because I had just busted my head open and um, the problem with with head you, you ain't got no hair to hide it and so everybody wants to be like hey what happened bro and so so we're gonna talk about prayer for the next few weeks and so let, let's talk about what prayer is and I'm gonna and just bear with me just a minute longer Brittany I know she I said first lady can you stay and she was like yes <laughs> prayer is communication from us to God. We're communicating with God. Come on, prayer is powerful. James five sixteen says, the prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. Come on, any testimonies on that? Come on, can we have a whole hour-long testimony service about the prayer of a righteous person? Come on, probably every person in here can call out someone's name who got really serious and prayed for them. And let me tell you something, nothing moves this pastor's heart like when when this whole house starts to pray together. Man, that is powerful. Prayer is not meditation. A lot of times you will hear someone say, you need to pray on this and meditate on this. No family, prayer is not meditation. Prayer is better than that. Come on, there are a lot of religions that use meditation to clear the mind That's not what prayer does. Prayer does not clear the mind. Prayer focuses us on God's truth. Amen? Amen? And one more thing. Prayer is not only for Sunday morning. Come on, can I meddle just a a second? Prayer is not just for this altar, although you are more than welcome to pray with us at this altar. And I love to stand next to you or kneel next to you and cry and snot and believe with you. Y'all got a crying pastor, man. Come on. Sometimes I try to look tough, but then sometimes I go to church, y'all. Listen. So, And I'll be up here weeping because I just see the movement of God. Prayer is not just for Sunday morning. Come on. Uh, 1 Thessalonians uh, 5.17 and Ephesians 6.15 both speak and say that you should pray. All the time. Come on, that righteous people pray. Come on. And so your prayer life should not just be a Sunday morning thing. We want to pray together on Sunday mornings. We want to believe together. We want to worship together. But let me tell you something. When you leave this place and you keep praying, come on, things begin to happen. All right. Thank you, First Lady, for backing me up. I appreciate you so much. And I want, Can we celebrate? Come on. Can we celebrate, First Lady? putting up with me, y'all just don't know. Y'all just don't know. Man. Um, Listen. Prayer is a critical thing. If you are not praying, uh, I'm afraid that you are probably uh, just sitting still. Come on. We need, if we want to grow in our walk with Jesus, we need to be praying. Now, does prayer need to be a big, fancy thing? Come on. Different people pray in different way. Come on. Thank you for backing me up. Come on. Listen, a lot of people will get up. There was a, I don't know if anybody remembers Brother, um, brother Nunnally. Where did, where did they pastor at? Duolene. okay. Brother and Sister Nunnally. I don't know if y'all remember them, but I remember Brother Nunnally prayed one time. And I y'all, he probably, he probably prayed for 45 minutes. Or at least that's what my children's church self was thinking, man. And it was the most eloquent, beautiful, poetic prayer. And listen, if that's the way that you pray come on, that's fine, and that's a beautiful thing. That's the way that you connect with God. But if you pray by saying, Lord, I just I just need you right now, and you do that constantly, <clears throat> that is the way that you pray. And so God, God, I don't believe that God so much cares about the way that you pray, the words that you use, as much as the connection that you make. Amen? Amen? Come on, you're with me this morning? Amen. We're going to get it. Listen, we're going to study the Word today. Is that okay? If we, it's okay if we study the Bible? All right? I got it on my phone. I promise. I promise. Y'all just forgive me, all right? Listen, um, and so y'all got to back me up today because uh, we're going to read a lot and we're going to study a lot. So <clears throat> sometimes prayer is is hard to do. Why? Why is it hard to pray? Uh, oftentimes, I, I love this little game. We'll get in a circle and we'll get ready to pray and and I'll say, hey, go ahead and you start. And I'll just bow my head. And uh, sometimes you pray. prayer, hot potato. You know what I'm saying? You've been there. Uh, A lot of times you go to eat with somebody and you watch them real close and they get their food. And as soon as they eat a bite, you're like, Hey, he's eating. Let's you go ahead and lead the prayer. You just bow your head and listen, prayer. Sometimes it's, it's awkward and it's, it it seems weird, but listen, that's not what God wants for us in our prayer life. God wants an intimate uh, connection in our prayer life. Listen, God is our father. Amen. He is our heavenly father. Come on. You with me this morning? And listen, I want you to think about the way that your kids talk. If you got kids, think about the way they talk to you. Your kids will say the the craziest stuff to you, and they don't bat an eye. Absolutely not. Come on, some of y'all know, and y'all know, have y'all met Jonah? And they will come to you with the craziest requests. Hey, Dad, uh, I think it's time. I need a four-wheeler. Like, no, you do not. The state of Louisiana says you do not, okay? But they come with full confidence because they believe in you. And so just let me set the tone this morning. That is what we're going to look at this morning. God wants that kind of connection with you when you pray. Come on, let's go boldly. Let's boldly approach the throne of God with everything we've got because he is our Father, and he loves us. Come on, let's pray one more time before we jump into this. God, I just pray right now that you empower me uh, through your Holy Spirit. God, to speak the words that I that you want me to speak this morning, to connect in the ways that you want me to connect. God, you are so good, and I'm so thankful for the goodness of your presence already this morning. We give everything we've got to you. We love you. and We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. So, prayer is critical. Hard to do sometimes. It's a little, sometimes it's a little awkward because you feel like, what do I say? You know, ah. listen, can I tell you something? I've got good news. Jesus teaches us how to pray. Come on, come on. Jesus, oftentimes they called him rabbi, they called him teacher. Jesus acting in that role as teacher teaches us in 2022 how to pray. And there was a gentleman, uh, I was listening to him lecture, and uh, he was teaching in a, in a closed country. What that means, if you're from missional circles, come on. I know I'm not as cute as a baby, but I see y'all looking at that baby. I'll bring her up here. I'll bring her up here. No, it's fine. She's cute. Y'all keep looking at her. Uh, listen... Uh, what a closed country means, a restricted country, is that missionaries cannot actively go there uh, because they could be arrested, they could be thrown out, bad, bad, bad things can happen. And so there was a gentleman that was teaching in a closed country. And um, he was a Christian man, and he was teaching. And uh, this was a majority Muslim place, but uh, he was teaching a group of young ladies, and they, they knew Jesus. Jesus. And he thought, how do you know Jesus? You don't have a Bible. You don't have church to go to. And the young lady said, well, there was this uh, something that, that they were involved with. And they would hear this prayer recited, the Lord's Prayer. And she came to know Christ just because of that small prayer. And so, guys, it's important. And I think that something that happens is the Lord's Prayer gets used uh, very frequently in a lot of church circles. And it, we almost forget about it. We almost forget about the validity of the Lord's Prayer because it becomes something that's just a traditional thing. And, and we, don't, we don't want that to happen here. And so what I want to do is I just want to look a little bit closer at what Jesus says uh, in, in the Lord's Prayer. So if you want to turn, I should have already told you to do this, but if you want to turn with me to Matthew 5 this morning, we want to look at, at a big chunk of Scripture here and just see what Jesus says. And while you're turning there, um, I just want to brag on our uh, next-gen pastors. Yes. Six? What did I say? Did I say five? Oh, my fault. <laughs> it's six. It's six. Listen, uh, I want to brag on Jason for keeping me straight from the sound room. Come on, Minister of Signs and Wonders, back there. Uh, but listen, Pastor Jason, Pastor Monica, y'all—they're just killing it with our um, killing it with Next Gen Ministries. And if you haven't checked out the youth room, go look at it. Man, I went in there the other day, and it just y'all—it blessed my heart because I walked in there, and I thought, "Man, you guys are almost out of room because there's so many students in there." just hungry for the word of God, man, they had their Bibles out, oh man, it was, it was such a blessing, it was such a blessing to me, so uh, let's read this, it says, uh, this is uh, chapter six, verse, starting in verse five says, and when you pray, this is Jesus speaking, do not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the street corners to be seen by others. Truly, I tell you, they have received their reward in full, period. But when you pray, go into your room, close the door, and pray to your father who is unseen. Then your father, who sees what is done in secret, will reward you. And when you pray, do not keep on babbling like pagans. For they think they will be heard because of their many words. one. That's it, family. That is the Lord's Prayer, you've heard that recited, you've heard it said, uh, and I love the word hallow because some people say hallowed, and some people say hallowed, and I guess it just depends on how fancy you are. Like, if you hold your pinky out when you drink, you better say hallowed, okay? But listen, and so I, I never know how fancy I'm feeling that day, but uh, anyway, so this is what Jesus tells us to do when we pray. And so I kind of want to unpack this over the next few minutes and just see exactly what Jesus means here. And so the first thing let's look at is... God wants sincerity, okay? God wants us to mean our prayers. Have you ever been around someone who talked way too much? Stop, stop, stop. Elbows. No elbows. No elbows allowed, all right? Some of y'all was was ready, man. You put around somebody, and you're like trying to get a word in, and you're just like, man, somebody called the cops because this dude won't Stop. Listen, we live in a society that is absolutely inundated with talk, right? Oh, my goodness. You ever heard of talk radio? You ever heard of podcasts? You ever heard of the news? You ever heard of late night talk? Come on talk, 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 talk. There's so many words, so many voices, so many, and there's, and it gets, it just corrupts your, what you're looking at, uh, what you're hearing, and you just, man, you don't even know what to believe. Somebody said this thing, somebody said that thing. Isn't it great? I don't know if you like going out in, in nature like I do, but one of the coolest things about going out fishing, or to the woods, or camping, or whatever, it's quiet. It's quiet, unless you're deer hunting, because then a squirrel will come to your stand and just bother you the whole time. Where are my deer hunters at? You know what I mean. Listen, God wants sincerity. Um, we're immersed in words, and it's cheap talk, cheap talk, words that don't mean anything. Have you ever seen people get in an argument on Facebook? Come on, they're just sending words that don't mean anything. So here's what Jesus does, family. Jesus invites us to enter, uh, enter a time where words matter. He invites us to pray with words that matter. And so the Romans, what they would do is, have you ever heard anybody name drop? Name drop? Like, oh yes, I know that man. No, you don't. And if you do, who cares? You know, autographs. I got an autograph one time from this, this guy, and I thought I was something, because I got an autograph, and you know what I did, y'all, I carried it with me, and I wanted to show somebody, so they would be like, man, you got an autograph, wow, and so I showed it to him, and I was like, hey, you may not know this, but I got an autograph, and they said, who is that, that's not what you're supposed to say, listen, and so, people that try to name drop i know somebody or i know this person or that person come on man and so what jesus is talking about here is the romans they would name drop when they prayed come on they had a bunch of different gods and they would start praying to their gods and one of the gods that they prayed to was caesar all right and so they would pray to caesar and they would say caesar the best, the greatest, you're so bad, you're so awesome, Caesar. And it's just like, okay, dude, calm down. And so Jesus is telling us, when you pray to God, you don't need to announce a bunch of stuff so somebody hears you. Come on. Come on, don't be that where you stand in the corner. I love God so much, he's the best. You're looking around. You know I'm a Christian. Come on, that's not what Jesus is wanting us to do. Jesus wants us to have a personal conversation with our Father, come on. And so he's saying, don't do what those pagans are doing because their reward is somebody saw them. whoop do. doo That's the end of their reward. Come on. Jesus says, when we talk to our father in a sincere way, come on, hear what I'm saying this morning because I believe there's some of us here, maybe you've been struggling in your prayer life and I wanna give you information to do better. Come on. Listen, so he says, don't do that. They've received their reward, which was a little self-glory. But your reward, come on, when you speak to your father in a personal way, man, come on. And so, God wants us to focus on him. The second thing I want to look at is Jesus uses some language here that is just, it blows a lot of things out of the water. When Jesus begins the prayer, he uses a word. He says, Abba. Okay? Everybody say that word. "Abba." Abba. Abba. Okay, when he uses that word. That is an Aramaic word, not a Hebrew word. And let me just give you some information here. You see, when when they would pray in the synagogues, they would pray in Hebrew. That was the sacred language, okay? They would use Hebrew to pray. What did Jesus do? He prayed in Aramaic. Can you imagine that raised a few eyebrows? Well, wait a minute, Jesus. You're not using the sacred language. Because here's the thing. When we follow Christ, there is no sacred language. There is no sacred language of Christianity. So just by saying, Abba, our Father, what Jesus is saying is, this is not just my Father. This is our Father. Come on. This connects all of us. This makes the, the Father in heaven who is above all else is accessible to all of us, to all people. Come on. Come on. You feel that with me? Come on. That's so good. And that blew, that blew a lot of things out of the water. And the world was never the same just for Jesus saying that. That, that the Father is not just accessible to one people group, to one clubhouse, to one group. Uh, to, to sect of people he said our father who is above all is accessible to everyone and so when you pray i want you to remember that family come on i'm not just praying because it's something i learned how to do in sunday school i'm praying because my father is listening to me come on somebody this morning get excited about that when you believe like that when you start praying that's the prayer of a righteous person Those are those powerful prayers. Come on. That's the kind of prayer that I need you to lift up for me. That's the kind of prayer that I lift up for you. Come on. Woo, pastor. All right. So um, the third thing. Oh, I'm sorry. Let me, I'm getting ahead of myself. Woo. Come on. Abba, our father. It means father, our father, the father. This term is personal and superior. Okay. It is a personal term, but it's also a term that carries with it authority. Is that God? Wow. Y'all, when I think about this, when I think about my father that loves me, he loves me, he's personal, he's intimate, but he is so big. This term means full trust. And so when you pray, pray with full trust. Jesus said, not like the pagans, they're praying for funsies. We're praying because we trust God. The second thing he says is, hallowed be your name. This means God is holy above all else. But we go back to the name, Father. You love us. You're close to us. God wants to hear from you. He wants to connect with you. Listen, we're his kids. I don't know a parent on this planet that doesn't want their kids to talk to them and if if that is a case then i pray for them because it breaks my heart so how much more is the father of everything come on the father of all creation how much more how much deeper is his love for his come on y'all i i i rest in that in that truth can i just be honest with you i rest in that truth When the world is assaulting me and my belief, come on, and the world gets mad at at me for trusting Jesus, I just fall back on that and say, you know what, my Father is bigger than the world. He is greater than anything that's in this world, and He loves me. That is something you can rest on. The third thing I want to look at this morning, as I get ready to close, band, you guys can come back if you don't mind. The first thing is, God wants sincerity. Remember when we pray. We're talking about prayer. We're looking at the way that Jesus prayed and we're obviously we're not going through the whole Lord's Prayer this morning. Number 1, God wants sincerity when we pray. Don't pray just because. Don't pray just because. Pray because you need to connect with your Father. Pray because you want to connect. The second thing is Jesus said Jesus says that God is our Father. He's not God doesn't just belong to one people group He belongs to or He's accessible to all people He's our Father And He's powerful But even though He's all powerful He's also close And the third thing Is the Father's heart See Jesus Was confronted for using the term Abba Because that term was kind of reserved For our Father and people got upset and they said, Jesus, how are you calling God your father? How are you, how are you describing, how are you saying that God's your father? That's idolatry. Because the family, oftentimes what happens is if you begin to use metaphors for God, sometimes you can fall off into some, into some idolatry. And you can ascribe, you can ascribe identities to God that don't belong. So here's what Jesus did he recognized that and he defined the term he defined what he meant by expressing and explaining the heart of the father and I hope you hear this next I hope you hear what I'm saying now because when we pray it needs to be a connection with a father that loves us When you walk into prayer knowing that that God loves you, it doesn't matter if you stumble around. There's not a single one of you in here when your child walked up to you and they didn't really know what to say and they're toddling and they're saying da, 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 that you said, ooh, stop talking to me. You don't speak English. Come on. That didn't happen. And so watch what God does. So Jesus says this. He explains and he defines the term by using a parable. And I'm not gonna read the parable because it's very long, but you know it. It's of the prodigal son. You can look it up in Luke 15. And so, God, you're so, good. so what happens is this gentleman, I'll just reiterate the story, this gentleman, he gets kind of prideful and he says, I'm going to go do my own thing. Anybody ever been there? Come on. I have, for sure. He says, I'm going to go do my own thing and I'm going to live on my own. I'm going to make all my own decisions and nobody can stop me. And then he gets stopped. By a bunch of different situations, and so he says, "Oh no! Now what do I do?" And this guy gets down in the dumps. Family. This dude's—he's—he's he's like living with pigs. He's eating pig slop just to survive because he's gotten so far away from the father's goodness and the father's grace. Has, has that ever happened to us? Where we start settling for things just to survive, just to get by, because we've run away from the goodness of the father. So Jesus explains this to a to a people group that are struggling with hope. And he says, here's what happens. So this young man runs away and he does all these things out in the world. And they're thinking, well, man, his father's gonna disown it. It's gonna be over. And Jesus says, no, because that is not the father's heart. The father's heart is one of healing. It's one of full love. it's one of restoration. The father's heart is for us. I just want to pray together. Thank you, Jesus. Aramaic is classified as a dead language. There are not many places that use this language anymore. It's taught in some places. But it's not spoken in many places. And there are four countries that speak Arabic but still teach one Aramaic word and that word is Abba it is so important to them the meaning father is so important to them that it's the first word they teach their children Abba 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 Juju, my little son. He says, da, da, da. And I don't, I don't really think that he knows what he's saying. I think he's just making sounds. But y'all, it just makes my heart flutter almost. when he says, da, da, da. So they teach their children, Father, Abba. It's that important to That same raw, intimate trust that an infant has for their parents is what Jesus teaches us to have when we pray to the Father, when we pray, our Father who is in heaven above all else, you're powerful, but you're close. I'm coming to you right now with my need. I'm coming to you right now with my struggle. Y'all, that's good. That's so good. Would you stand with me this morning? When the father when the son came back, he didn't just welcome him in, he embraced him. he restored him. y'all, that's good. that's so good. Sometimes we wander, sometimes we find ourselves in places we shouldn't be spiritually, physically, whatever. but I want you to remember the Father is one who restores. Don't you ever forget that? And when you pray, you to think of that. I'm not just praying because that's what I was taught to do. I'm praying because my Father hears and I believe that He listens. Amen? Amen? Let's pray together. God, I just pray right now. If there are some of us in this room that have forgotten that you listen, God, just remind us right now.